0: Yeah, but Josh, I forgot that mini SD card again. <laughs> Every time. Is, is this now our running joke? It's. Not, I wish it was a running joke. The Mevo's working fine. I need a new SD card. We
1: have a uh, running joke that we're going to end this show with, uh, <laughs> as well something new. But uh, right? are we doing? Are, are we doing a soft intro now? Is that our thing?
0: I. I we're not always going to do it.
1: Oh, uh, I kind of like it. I, I kind of do. it. Welcome I mean, to the
0: afternoon. It's kids. raining. It's, it's rated. This is a silly look at a serious world. It doesn't
1: matter when you listen, Ken. It's always the afternoons. Yeah. And we also have a new oh, tagline. Roll it out. That I texted you yesterday. Afternoons. It. Everybody
0: has them. Yeah. We make them better. I stepped on it, but we'll do it. Afternoons. Everyone has them. We make them better. That's a t-shirt. Boom. That's it. Kyle Harlow, you listening? Put on a t-shirt. the t-shirt we were talking about.
1: And I think we need a special shout out. Uh, oh, this, yeah. This is... Uh, address that you've got now is really paying dividends. Holy moly. A special thanks to Donald Long.
0: Ranger Donald, we call him on Twitch. and Ranger
1: Donald on Twitter and Twitch. He sent me a Pittsburgh sports trivia game, which uh, I will be playing in mass so that when I go to local uh, sports events in Pittsburgh, I can uh, show people my range of knowledge, not just Jerome Bettis stats
0: from 1997. Barry Foster muffed that kickoff. The next time John and Deb McCougar on, I yes, think we play with that game. I agree. Yeah, Donald Long, uh, Ranger Donald One, he also sent out uh, me a copy of Fire and Blood, a uh, Hand of the King stamp, and then a Night's Watch, the, the Night's Watch Vow, sent yes. in, in poster form, which is beautiful, I'm going to get that framed, and there's another gift on the way for you at the time of recording, Interesting. it hadn't arrived. Is it the Uh, story
1: of uh, the Tower of Joy, a.k.a. the reason that I no longer (laughs) am allowed to do Game of Thrones shows? Let me tell you something. You're better off for that. Thanks, man.
0: I like doing Game of Thrones. Casterly Talk is uh, up and running on Anchor, but it goes to a lot of different spots. You guys can listen. Episodes are going to be on the way, right? Love it. I I will announce now I have graciously offered the chance to host the Collider show this year. I've turned it down Uh, because it's the final season of Game of Thrones. Casterly Talk, we're not going to be doing our first reactions and breakdown. We're gonna wait a couple days.
1: Well, and that's uh, and we've yeah. talked about this before. You, that's something you like to do. You like to watch it three, four three, times. Four this four thing where you can catch up on, yeah. do, do a little research. We tried mightily, yeah, to get a show off the ground at Collider. Yeah, way back when when we were both employees. Right, uh, called Game of Thrones. I didn't read the. Books, Right. 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 Uh, and we were going to start with episode one and me asking a ton of questions about this guy, that guy, who's this person? What'd they do? What's that? Why is that there? Who's this? Whatever. And it was going to be a long form style video show with a possible podcast aspect to right. it that nobody seemed to really understand. And yeah. I really think it could have been something special with a little bit of promo, a little bit of graphics and yeah. a little bit of help. But we never got to that <laughs> we point.
0: Never got, we literally got thrown into the room. Joey Rasool, great kid. Shoots for him. And it's not his fault. Loses the first two couple episodes. Yeah, just lost it. And so you and I had to go back and redo it. It didn't, and then it, uh, our, our end came. Um, but, the, but so anyways, blessing, you know, you, that, that, what's that Zen philosophy? You don't know what's good. You don't know what's bad. Right. Uh, I think you having to leave that show because everyone in the world didn't know, couldn't believe you didn't understand the, the Tower of Joy. Right. Um, uh, now you can enjoy Game of Thrones I couldn't, with I, all
1: your heart. I couldn't uh, get across to the YouTube audience, shockingly enough. What um, the re- the fact that I just watched the TV shows? Right, they're like, right, oh, you right. can't be a Game of Thrones fan unless you have read the books, watched the shows six hundred times, and yeah. can talk on every person's name ever.
0: Which, right. and I'm not trying to insult you here, Ken. Yeah. You can do well, but here's the, But here's my fault too. I I mess up sometimes. Yeah, uh, or and that's when you watch the episode. When I was hosting Watching Thrones at Screen Junkies, mm-hmm. I would be able to watch it three or four times and then go in the next morning. And then we'd go live at like 11 a.m. Sure. And me and Lon and Michelle Boyd and Trisha Hirschberger and, and uh, you know, All uh, great people. Spencer, Gilbert, and Spencer would come in right before the show went live. We would um, go over our notes. And, yeah. mi- and even then, you miss something. Collider, not, not no fault of We did some of the shows the next day. Some of the shows we did right after the show aired on, it was like the, the credits would roll. We'd run to set, which seems absurd. And I and I remember doing it because yeah. I had to do the same thing. And so what happens is you go, oh, I think this character's Archmaester Marwin. And it turns out it's not. And, and, and just, the next day in the comments, you get hammered. Destroyed. And then you're not having fun doing it. It's not fun. And, uh, people don't want to hear me complain. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> this address, yeah, we, we open up this address for the Knapsack Files, Force Center, and the Afternoons with Josh and Ken. And it is a, uh, a lot of you guys have uh, reached out over the time and and asked me, you know, hey, uh, we we'd like to we love what you do. Can we can we send you something? And uh, from the bottom of my heart and Josh's heart, we thank all of you who would even consider that. We we're not worthy of that. You but are correct. Uh, but we open this up and here's the address: 3727 West Magnolia Boulevard, number 728, Burbank, California, 91505. I do not live there. Don't look for me. Um, <laughs> but Ranger Donald has sent us some stuff. Sir Thomas Sattal sent me a, a, a great gift. Uh Caleb uh, Force Center sent us some hand. Uh, drawn hand, uh, watercolor paintings of Kylo Ren and a Stormtrooper uh, in frames, and then, and I think this is the start of a uh, of a partnership. Okay. of a partnership. Our friends and listeners, Taymor and Abdul, they have a brother. They have a brother. I think they call him uh, Danny the Divine. That Danny the wrong. Divine. Uh, he has a company called DMB Fight Gear. Okay, uh, their last name is Butta, and I say it wrong, and they refuse to let me learn the right way because they giggle every time I say Butta B-H-U-T-T-A. Puta? Uh, That might be more... You're good. We learned last week you're better with Norway. Apparently, my Norwegian. Norwegian is spot on. Yeah. Um, but they sent us. You hear that sound, Josh? That's boxing gloves. Boxing gloves. You're trying to lace mine up right now. Yeah, you, I get the Velcro one because I'm dumber. I didn't see the Velcro. Um, All I, I, I saw was
1: black and yellow, and I thought, Pittsburgh. well, I got to get you, it. You'll
0: get them laced up just fine there. Uh, DMB Fight Gear, you can guys can check them out online. And I think this is the beginning of a beautiful partnership. I think we want to do more, I Josh. I think uh, I've been interested in taking some boxing classes. Okay. Uh, my writing partner, Matt Key, he and his wife, Brittany, they go do it. A comic friend of mine, Jeff May, boxes down the street. But I don't like going to gyms much like you. I don't right. like going out in public and working no. out. I'm thinking if I could get a hold of one of those, uh, not, I can't hang it from a ceiling. No, one of those stand-ups. But one of those stand-up boxing bags. Yeah. I think I'm going to start punching my weight around here in the auditorium. But this is great. I love boxing gloves. My <sighs> hand's already sweating, sweaty. I feel like Apollo Creed. You uh, look
1: like Apollo Creed, too.
0: <laughs> thank you. Uh, (laughs) Thank you. Taymor, Abdul, Danny the Divine, DMB Fight Gear. Uh, Ooh, look at that. I will
1: say this. I always thought, so Apollo Creed, you know me and puns. Obviously, we talk about it on here all the time. Uh, The best name I've ever seen for a strain of marijuana was in Amsterdam in 2003, and it was called Apollo Weed. And I thought it was hysterical. Uh, I've never actually said that anywhere on here uh, on the afternoons (laughs) or anything like that. But I always thought that was very, very funny. And here I am. I'm lacing up my black and gold DMB fight gear gloves. I'm about to take over the boxing world, Ken. Yeah. Klitschko, brother, he scared me on Collider Live a few months ago. Oh, you'll be ready now. I'm ready now. I love it. I've
0: lost. um, Oh, that looks great. That looks great. We measured our wrists. Uh, Tamor reached out and says, "Hey, we'd like to send you some of these." We measured our wrists. Uh, we picked out the ones. We, it's very easy to shop on DMB Fight Gear. Yes. Um, dot com, and um, I love beauty. it. I'm in love with it. I'm loving it. it. I'm obsessed with it. Maybe we'll you know, this one. I yeah. think
1: as uh, maybe I, we don't have a Patreon at the afternoons, and that's okay.
0: No, you could you could hey you could go to the Napsuck Files, and I'll, I'll I'll give Josh a buck.
1: Well. <laughs> What we could do is if we sell enough T-shirts, people make T-shirts, whatever the case may be, we want to get one of those stand-up, Heavy bags, right? Right. And we could fight rounds in the auditorium. Oh,
0: that'd be great. We
1: can put up uh, some sort, like maybe I'll set up our live, like a live Instagram feed, okay, of you and I uh, the afternoon's training, training session, right? Oh, I like of that. me yelling at you, you yelling yeah. at me, yeah, uh, basically going for our full Creed, uh, Creed and Creed two fight session because we're about to get weird, <laughs> yeah, Ken. That. This is awesome. I mean
0: the Miva's a live streamer. We could pop it up, put it on our our, our YouTube channels, yours and mine, yeah. So bad. But I do like the Instagram. Or and... we could just live Twitch it. On your Twitch, a lot, a lot. we could Twitch. Uh, I need to get. I think I need to get a regular laptop for that. That's okay. a whole nother battle with my MacBook still. <laughs> um, but also Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. We do have an afternoon's Instagram. Yeah. Believe it or not, we just. Uh, yeah, we don't use it. <laughs> no, we don't. But you can find the afternoon. <laughs> but here's the thing: you can Instagram.
1: follow us at Josh McGugan at Ken Knapsack. Yeah, that's yeah. where the you know the bulk of our. That's where. Listen,
0: all these. I, I have, you're really good at Instagram. I'm thanks. No, you're good. I, I just stories. I Post, gotta get stories.
1: You posted a nice uh, picture of you and Grace from the Schmodown Awards this past weekend.
0: Yeah, I got in trouble for not using the hashtag oh really i use it on twitter modem awards yeah i get it Uh, instagram's still kind of for me but i've got to get past that mindset yes we'll do that man tamor abdul um love it you guys are great listeners they're the ones that bought the uh, tapestry if
1: it oh that's who bought the the tapestry it's raining out just like it was in indiana jones i've been watching last crusade Crusade. pieces on netflix Uh, I, I think that if you and I get down to like fighting weight, thanks to these gloves, we owe Tamor and and his
0: brother, Danny, the divine, Danny,
1: the divine bottle. Yeah. Uh, we owe them a, a, some sort of gift because that if we finally found a way to work out together that isn't at a gym and yet we're, we're (laughs) losing weight while doing it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, I like that. I like that idea. Uh, before the show goes any longer, I'm going to tell you something. Talk to me. We are going to tape, tape this show in two parts. Oh, no. I have got... 87 year old handyman <laughs> coming to the apartment complex because as you know i part time and manage this apartment complex uh-huh. because it's the only way I could survive in LA because <laughs> my rent was over $2,000. I would like to manage a building to be honest. It, it's, it's easy but it's difficult. I mean it's easy. Let me take sure. it back. It's completely easy. It, when it gets difficult it gets difficult. Okay. And right now <laughs> this guy and he's I like this guy. Sounds like a relationship. I got no really. problem with this guy. We got to go into an apartment and we got to change a flusher and and he is a sweetheart, but he was supposed to come before the recording session. He did, and then he turned to me and says, "I have to go to the Home Depot because okay. he is—he looks—he's like a, a sketch character." Okay. Um yeah, Well, so i not being insulted when I was coming when
1: I was coming into your building. He was there, and well, he had a couple random tools in his hand, so you know that's a local well, fix-it man.
0: Well, yeah. You, I hear I hear Josh go. I, hear, I think your handyman's here, and I look outside, and I see everyone's grandpa standing in the rain, looking in the clouds, <laughs> yep. and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> This is the guy. This poor guy. But he's a sweetheart, but he's going to come back. So he's going to buzz my phone. We have to stop recording. Yes. And the only reason I say that is it might, we could do an edit. There was one Force Center episode I just recently did with Andres Cabrera. Uh-huh. No one would know. There was a two-hour window which we had to stop recording mid-sentence because there was a leak in an apartment uh, in my complex <laughs> here. Literally, what did Ace do? The whole lit- t- he sat there watching uh, Twitter. I mean, the, uh, God bless Ace. I love Ace so much. We got to get him on the afternoon. He's a fantastic. Literally, kid. it was like this. I was like, "Well, Emperor Palpatine." Knock, 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 <laughs> knock. And then two hours later said that Darth Vader was... I mean, so that might be the afternoons. We might just play around with it as Josh well, laces up his oh, I, I'm gloves. paying attention to you. Ken. No, 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 I'm no. no I love... Attention. I'm fascinated by... Are you good at lacing up shoes? Yes, fantastic. I it? got good at it because at the mall, you always always had to get a good pair of boots. Yeah. Uh, don't get steel-toed. Things can drop on your boots and trap your toes forever because you lose your toes. Oh, I did not um, know that. But uh, I, I, got a, I'd had to string, I had to string them up a lot. I learned to be a good lacer. lacer. I, I, um... I loved
1: snowboarding and uh, as oh, a kid yeah. and in order to get some like discounts on snowboards once a week, I would go to our local ski shop called Willie's in Pittsburgh. Willys! <laughs> that was their <laughs> thing. W I <W-I-L-L-I>, L L I apostrophe S. <laughs> okay. I'll give you, I'll give you, uh, the, the quiz. Here's your Pittsburgh sports quiz. Um, right. thanks to Donald long. Willie's sold ski gear and this other sports gear. Yeah. And I will give you a hint.
0: Yeah, what's uh,
1: it's n- it's n- it has nothing to do with winter time. There is no boots right. involved. Willie's ski and this sports center.
0: Willie's ski and skeet sports center.
1: Mm, no curling. No, no ice, no winter, no nothing. Oh. This is an outdoor sport. You Beach can also ball. play it
0: indoor. Polo.
1: <laughs> uh, Team handball. I'll give I'll give you a hint. Croquet. Um, uh, um, shoot! I'm pretty
0: good at croquet, but uh,
1: there's a classic episode uh, where Kramer uh, becomes a person that helps in this sport. Darts? No, Mm-mm. I don't know. My we're, looking for, we're looking for what is yeah. Willie's Ski and Tennis Center? Oh,
0: ski I would have to there eventually. Yeah, Ski and Oh, tennis. by the way, Josh, you got your go- boxing glove completely uh, on that. there. Yep, yep. I messed up. Tamor is probably screaming at his podcast machine right now. Oh no it's dmbboxing.com i said oh. dmb dmb fight gear dmbboxing.com yeah. dmbboxing.com it says fight gear on the gloves it which does is why. so yeah go to that website i don't know who the model is in the picture i think i think i want Us to be in the next picture. I would. I would.
1: We got to get in fighting shape, Ken. We got to get some abs, and we got to start like again. We need to get like a live stream of us beating up a
0: heavy bag, screaming at each other (laughs) like nineteen. You got to get live footage of us beating up a homeless man. (laughs) No, that's Ken. We can't. I don't uh, think that's. I don't think that's what I want to do. No. Uh, <laughs> and boxing gloves, MMA gloves, elasticated gear. I thought it said elevated gear, and I thought, "Whoa, that's you're elevating the fight." Headgear. Um, go to dmbboxing.com. I'm going to dmbboxing. I'm just going to wear
1: my boxing gloves the rest of the podcast. I'm fighting this podcast, that kind sounds of great. Fighting, fighting it. it. Those were the fight sound of, of me punching boxing gloves yeah. together. Because uh, you know, back in the day, mm-hmm. my parents put me in every sport because I had so much energy. Did right? You take tumbling. No, because we didn't really have that in Pittsburgh. Okay. Uh, plus, it was like the 80s, and my dad probably thought that uh, gymnastics was something for right. something of a gentleman a little lighter in the feet. Because right,
0: he hadn't watched the Gillette commercial. We hadn't yeah. seen that yeah. yet. Yeah. Uh,
1: and so my parents put me in swimming, in golf, in yeah. soccer, in basketball, anything that I could do. Yeah. And then one day, I was at my cousin's house, my cousin Gabe, uh, yeah. on my dad's side, one of the greatest dudes ever. You met which Gabe. He did a reading at my wedding. Oh, yeah. Remember, he Great. did the all lyrics? All lyrics. Which read. was really cool, Pull right? Hold them out from the right side of the crowd I believe yep. or something. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they had a heavy bag in their basement and I put on uh, some boxing gloves and I went to town on this heavy bag yeah. and they couldn't get me to stop. For like 30 minutes I just kept hitting this heavy bag right. and I think my mom and dad had that light bulb above their head like ding, ding. we should put them in boxing classes now here's the problem with we have with, a violent kid we have, <laughs> let's rein in <into> the violence <laughs> so they put me in the boxing class now here's the problem with me in boxing classes is I didn't have that I didn't get that memo of putting my gloves up to block my face I just went in <laughs> like swinging and just kept getting knocked, <laughs> knocked out, out like knocked down to the point where I came home and my, and my face was bruised I was like 12 or 13 years old something like that my mom yeah. was like all right that's enough boxing you're, yeah. you're gonna hurt your face you're too my is my mom would say, That's my face, you're hurting. Because people, at that time, people thought I looked my a lot like my mother. Boy. That's my face. Uh, so yeah. they took me out of boxing, but that never took, that, that boxing spirit never really got taken out of me. I still love right. to hit a heavy bag. I mean, you know what I'm really good at is the Rocky speed bag.
0: I can hit that. Oh, the, really? I don't think I have that coordination. Yeah. I love sports, decent at some of it, but I just, I lacked a lot of the coordination. Mm, okay. Uh, but yeah, I was, they almost, I was in tumbling classes. Okay. And here's the thing. We don't want to talk about I get it it's awkward I get it but you know what let me tell you something I know what you mean when I took that tumbling class it was a different time in a different era yes and I was the only one of my type in it uh-huh. and you, you you it felt different I'm sure now it's very varied, very 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 <laughs> I'm sure it's boys girls acceptable. everything everything yeah. and it should be sure it should be yeah I was. It was like my dad was like, "You gonna wear a tutu now?" Right. And my dad's not even super masculine. No. You know? <laughs> like, you know? the,
1: the masculinity has has yeah. evolved so much, so yeah. that you can't even make that. What are you? A, are you a man? Yeah. Are you a man? Like, it, now yeah. we're, we're getting. I mean, listen,
0: we're past it. I guess. I, yeah.
1: I think people are a little too sensitive with the whole thing, and, and it yeah. is what it is. But. Uh, I would, I honestly, I think, and this is, I, we, I talked about on Collider Live this past week. Uh, Amanda got a weird DM on her Instagram from some guy that was like, I'm worried for your family. Your husband is most definitely a homosexual. Nothing oh, wrong really? with being gay. And Amanda's like, are you gay? i was like, eh, I'm not gay. Uh, <laughs> I he did. Wrote your wife. He wrote a direct message my wife. And a man is like, are you not telling me something? I'm babe, are you gonna I spam direct, mes- direct message, direct message from it's Instagram? So creepy internet. Yeah. Uh but when I was a kid, I honestly would have enjoyed, I think it's because it was all girls. I would have loved to have taken like a dance class or gymnastic class.
0: It's like the cheer, like the guys in sheer.
1: Oh my god. The luckiest guys in the world. They're just constantly holding girls' butts. Literally just putting their hands.
0: <laughs> And sun girls, butts. That's it. And, and guys would be like calling them homosexuals. Yeah, I'm like, dude, they're the luckiest and, and, guys and in the world. And whether they were or not doesn't matter. Yeah, um, But that's the logic that goes behind some of that. I mean, all those those ice dancing couples you see at the Olympics, they're all married. And, and remember, remember we talked last week how that sketch I wrote that got me kind of fired from the groundlings. Yes. I was making fun of that stuff. Yes, of like, what are you, crying? What are you? Like, ah, I hate that. Yeah, so, I, and I agree with you. Sometimes it swings... Wildly in every direction. 100%. Um, you know, I, 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 when I, I say, hey, it's a man's man, it doesn't mean that I think he's one way or another. I just, you know, uh, it, let's all calm down. But yeah, I think that Gillette commercial personally was great. It, it, the point is, don't be an asshole. Right. So I think that's a good thing. Right. Gillette. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> I think that should be the ad. But that was probably the original pitch
1: in the room. <laughs> in the room. Uh, hey, uh, hey, guys, uh, it's me, Terry. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you guys yep. uh, tasked me with heading up marketing and like uh, you know the best they can get and like trying to work on our slogan. And uh, I really want to thank uh, Cindy and Rachel over there for helping me oh with this man. one uh, because I think we came oh, up thanks, with something. Thanks. Yeah, they're, they're fantastic, uh, you guys. And uh, I think I think we can all get a behind this one. Let's uh, let's roll that footage. See, here uh, you'll see the classic Gillette man, uh, really well done. And then this asshole, yeah. and don't be him. What do you guys think? Huh? Gillette. Don't be an asshole. Sounds great. Sounds, sounds great. great. Put it put it all together. Just put put in front it from a together. test audience.
0: <laughs> no, apparently,
1: it's not work. Apparently, it's not going to pass the standards. Let's try and just work our wording around that. What do you think, Here, J-
0: Josh? Here is the thing. So when I see and and we again, we, we you guys know we record earlier in the week and we release on Friday. So sometimes the world has changed mm-hmm. in the course of three days. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you know we all have big Macs at the White House and it's fine. But um, <laughs> the, the, that Gillette commercial comes out and you know right away it's going to create controversies oh, on both sides, right? Sure. Uh, and Gillette's betting they are betting. That they are going to make more money from this than not, right? That's the business. Same with the Kaepernick stuff. Um, Not that there's not a good intention behind it, but it's like, just can you just know your role for a second? Can you just know your role for a second? If you watch that Gillette commercial and you're like, "What? What? I can't be a man anymore," just calm, calm down. For we're not attacking you. Yeah, calm down. Can you hear me, Mountain Man? I hope. Please open it. Uh, We got to get make the most out of our connection with DMB fight. Gear at dmbboxing.com. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Uh, No, you know what I mean? No, I'm with you. And and it's just like, just calm it down. Where on the other side, if I tweet about I enjoy a steak, don't tell me I'm destroying the world. I get I might be. Let me enjoy the steak. Calm it down. The cow has already been killed. If I don't eat it, it just goes bad. I'm fascinated. You are really good at wrapping your hands here. Yeah, you got to I don't know any of this. Oh, my gosh, I don't know any of this. I'm going to need an instructional video. You know? Of, you, of a, how to wrap my hands for this boxing glove because I have weak wrists, and that's uh, not self loathing, that's just a <laughs> scientific fact. You wrap the wrists a little bit, yeah. Then you come up, you're around. really. I wish we, I wish the Mevo was working. I wish I had that new mini SD card <laughs> I need to buy because <laughs> holy crap, Vibe. you just ripped this like you were Mick, uh, wrapping up Rocky. And you kind of come around here, wow. The and rabbit goes through the hole into the cave, zing, he works zing. around himself, and there then here, go then come down here, yeah. yeah. I'm slightly worried that this handyman hasn't come back. Um, well, and then you sent me this text. I'm
1: in somebody's apartment. It makes me feel weird. And the, the tenant wasn't
0: there. And yeah. I, I don't want to talk about it too much, but uh, I, I don't know what the legalities. Um, <laughs> what are the legalities? I don't know. Okay,
1: so if you go to see this handyman, yeah. you have to just let me go on a monologue uh, to see how that goes, <laughs> our first ever Afternoons uh, monologue.
0: Here's my worry. Go. It, you might have to filibuster. It oh. could be forty five minutes. Okay. Uh, we don't want it because you got a, a show to record after this, and I have to. I have to write. Actually, have to record in the napsuck files. Gosh, for being unemployed, I've had the most busy. <laughs> I was gonna say every time life. I talk
1: to you, you're like I've got an hour between three and it's four. It's
0: frustrating, and then, I, and then and the thing that drives me crazy, especially, I got friends from my old line of work, the security line of work, and they're and they're good people, and I, I miss them. And I'll get the I'll get something on Facebook. Hey, you don't remember us anymore. I am so busy talking about Star Wars. It's all I do, and I love it, and I legitimately love Star Wars. Anyone I who thinks I'm so no. brown nosing in Disney, which is just stupid. Our <laughs> industry doesn't work that way. No. no one at Disney Lucasfilm knows who the crap I am other than the people I know through other connections yep. or took improv classes with 10 years ago, and now they have a job at D- Lucasfilm. Uh, uh, you, you don't get an email. Hi, here's your two-week Lucasfilm report card. We like what you said. Uh, you get to go to Star Wars Celebration. Um, that's not how that that's works. That's not how it works. Really? Are you sure about that? Uh, are you sure? Anyway, what was my point? Your know. point was me filibustering Star Star Wars, being busy. Oh, I'm, I'm busy. Back and then oh, did these friends? I was like, ah, oh, you forget. Like I just come my way.
1: There is there. It's really hard to stay friends with a
0: <laughs> lot of people. I'm grumpy today. No, you're not. Well, it, we had a very interesting we had a lunch, lunch that pissed me off. Yes. I'll be honest. We can't it wasn't talk the about the food. It. it wasn't the food. It wasn't the company. It was something no. we heard uh, about. Uh, it it people. pissed me off. Yeah. It's about people not
1: knowing their place. Right. And sometimes people just expect things for free. Right. And, and this world re- revolves around the trading of goods and services. Right. By the right. way, that
0: address again is <laughs> 32727. Two, seven. No. Um, no, but here's the thing. Okay. But I, I don't, but it, yeah, you, you go for it. No,
1: what I was going to get at here is that you love Star Wars. Uh, mm-hmm. You're not a shill for Disney, but I am a shill for Sony because I want to get a set visit to Bad Boys for Life. I want to take my wife to a set visit of Bad Boys for Life. I want to take her to the junket. I want to show Will Smith and Martin Lawrence our wedding rings. I want Mm -hmm. to do a fun interview with a husband and wife who are, I mean, the husband is in the industry, the wife is not, who just love the movies, Bad Boys and Bad Boys 2. and Part of your wedding vows. Part of my wedding vows and all that kind of stuff. And they deserve to see a super fan. I don't think that there is a fan on this earth bigger of the Bad Boys franchise than me.
0: Uh, I haven't met one. Like, I love Young Guns, but, you know, I'm in a, I'm in good company. Sure. I have not seen a ton of Bad Boys fans to your level. I've seen them, yeah. but not to your level. Thank DJ you. Khaled? Is DJ that his Khaled? DJ Khaled, yes. Cast in the movie. Did you see that? What? I saw that just as you were coming on in here. D- but probably as just like a bit thing. I'm sure, because he is, you know, I wouldn't consider him a talented person unless <laughs> you count his crypto skills, but that's not a skill. So... Um, Ken...
1: Did yeah. you know that DJs that they don't actually when they go and play a live set they don't actually like play music on an instrument? Right. Oh, you just dropped all your boxing God gear.
0: Damn it. I'm not editing that out. <laughs> no, it was please awesome. do No, the uh, afternoons is live.
1: Today. I stopped. Hey! I stopped editing uh, our YouTube videos. I just upload them. I don't care where they start anymore. I mean, I make sure that we're okay. not saying anything offensive about people. Right. Like, I don't start it and be like, you know who's the worst? Whitney Houston. And then right. I, and then we just start. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I want to dance
0: with somebody.
1: You know, you know what? Whitney I feel the overrated. No, Whitney Houston's <laughs> one of the greatest performers no, in this no, history absolutely. of this world. But so I Tragedy. go to this this real celebrity birthday party situation on okay. Saturday. Saturday. On
0: Saturday. right? we I mean, um, were not name dropping, right? Okay. No, not name. I mean, gotcha. I, listen, I talked about it
1: on, on Collider Live. Okay, that's fine.
0: I just, I, you know, we'll keep the afternoons clean.
1: Yeah. Uh, and this DJ, he, she's like, and now, she did like the birthday cake. Here's the most embarrassing part. I turned to Amanda uh, right. when this happened. Like the birthday cake shows up, right? There's candles, are sparkling, everybody's singing happy birthday. And ha- I, I, I just want to, there was probably... I want to say two hundred and fifty people at this thing, right?
0: Okay. About
1: about. It wasn't like so jam packed that you couldn't get anywhere. I mean, it was crowded, but it wasn't so jam packed that it was just like, oh my god, this is uncomfortable. You couldn't get a drink. You couldn't do whatever. It was it was right. a, a manageable crowd of people. Okay. Right. right. As soon as that birthday cake come out, come out, come th- out, certain man birthday cake come out, right? It's like me. Two other dudes, I don't even know, right? Birthday cake come out on the back of an F-150. I'm like, I'm a Silverado man. You ain't bringing no birthday cake out on an F-150. I had to stop everything. I said, listen, Jerry, you better back that truck up and bring a Silverado. Ain't no birthday cake for my girl coming in. So the birthday cake, sorry, that was a tangent. I had too many iced teas at lunch, I think. Uh, Me too,
0: me too. (laughs) I to pee like a racehorse. So, uh, don't worry, I'll filibuster when you're peeing. One of those ones that they take you up back and shoot. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, So, the birthday cake comes out, and she's like, thanks to everybody. The song People start singing, everybody in the place. Every single person besides a man and I had their phone up, videotaping the birthday cake and the song. And I'm thinking to myself, why? Well, yeah you you, you put po- you what you put po- listen if you post on instagram stories fine it goes up but everybody has the same lame blurry video with yeah. dark and other people's phones in the way yeah. of somebody singing happy birthday to a friend that is awkwardly staring at the candles and or smiling because mm-hmm. we were talking about this the other day mm-hmm. if somebody is singing to you right if you have a birthday cake in front of you, you can awkwardly look at the candles until it's over and then like smile like, thanks, right, everybody. Right, right, right. If there's no birthday cake and somebody's singing, what do you do? What, what do is, you do? You can't get out. You're cornered. You You're smile. a rat in a, in a basement in a New York restaurant trying to get garbage when the chef comes out with a knife trying to get you. Right.
0: Getting a slice of pizza.
1: Right. A, rat. a little do- I'm going to take you to a pizza place that you will love when we go to New York. All right. January 25th, New York Comedy Club, Mark mm. Ellis, hosted by Ken Napsok and Josh yeah. McCuga of this show, the afternoons real quick plug. Love
0: it. So markellislive.com.
1: Then she, after everybody's already taken a video of her doing the thing, she's like, all right, ladies and gentlemen. And now a set from this DJ that I've never heard of. Okay. Okay.
0: DJ extreme. Yeah. It was at threes. Listen,
1: I can look around your apartment and make up 40 DJ names in 10 seconds. You want me to go? Sure. DJ hat, DJ tripod, DJ big TV. DJ Pop Top, DJ Ewok, DJ Standing Lamp, <laughs> like DJ Painting, DJ Dirty Wall, DJ Coaster Boy.
0: Hey,
1: hey. <laughs> that was too soon. DJ Zoom, yeah. DJ Zoom HD. Oh, that one's good. DJ Boxing Glove, uh, DJ Throw Pillow. DJ Fight Gear. DJ uh, DJ The Wall. Uh, listen, I can keep on going. DJ Plastic Bag, DJ Headphones, yeah. uh, DJ Hooded Coat. It's Listen, I can keep on going. Okay, so this guy just legitimately stands there. He doesn't even have a laptop, Ken. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He just stands there. Literally, like, if I took my phone out right now, yeah. I hit play, and I just go... Yeah. And people are going nuts for this song. And I turned to Amanda. I was like, you, you want to go outside? She's like, yeah, I don't really get this. Uh you want to move to another state. Right. Legitimately, they hit play on 102.7 Kiss FM. Yeah. And they were like, yeah. now playing your car radio. It, DJ car radio.
0: DJ car radio. It was always one of your rapid fire questions on the on the Between the Sheets, Josh McCougar Show stuff. Yeah. And it's a great question. And look, do I think there can be bad DJs and good DJs? Sure. Yes. Have you ever been to a wedding and been like, what is this guy playing? <laughs> How many times do I have to hear the electric slide? Yeah. I totally get that. Okay. But What I think I've always been adverse to is this culture behind it, and then that that this is somehow they're elevated to a status, yeah. You know, like if you're good at your job, that's one thing, cool. But now you got a brand of sunglasses, I gotta buy them, yeah. Now I gotta buy them, look right. at me. Um, I, that's where I'm always like, How does that happen? How, how did we get to that point? Here, there's there's I always wanted to do a documentary. A King keen theoden from Lord of the Rings. How did it come to this? <laughs> so much death. How did it come to a this? battle for Helm's Deep. Um, so yeah. so, yeah.
1: so uh, I always wanted to do a documentary, and mm-hmm. I pitched it a couple of times, and nobody's really bought onto it. Okay. But I've always wanted to flip the DJ world on its head, right? Okay. Here's the documentary. A kid like me, just a dude, just a small, just town a small boy. town boy. Okay. And I don't know. I come up with my, my DJ name is just like uh-huh. DJ Harry back. I don't know. That's right. Accurate. But I get like a glowing head. Right. Right. Uh, I have shoulder pads that have neon lights going through them. Okay. Okay. Uh, I've shaved like a letter in my chest hair. Right? right. Like that's my thing. I go shirtless to all my sets. Nobody knows what I look like. Right. I legitimately just play in iTunes. And see how far I can get in the DJ world in like six months. Shuffle if Please I'm shuffle if I'm not headlining the Caesar's Palace New Year's Eve. I'd love that th- if I'm if I'm headlining Caesar's Palace New Year's Eve in six months, right. it's the greatest. It's it just goes to show you that you don't have to do anything as a DJ. That.
0: I would love that, and I'm not again. I am not quick to say, "Hey, that person has no talent," because right. I. It's because, look, I worked in the security industry, and every time I turned the corner, someone made fun of me. Right. And it wasn't 14-year-old kids. It was, it was soccer moms there during Tuesdays to mm-hmm. go to Dairy Queen. Mm-hmm. Ha, what, you proud of your job? I had one woman say it in my face. I just walked by, and she goes, what, you think you're so proud of your job? Like, what do you want me to say? <laughs> what did I do? No, you? no. Did somebody steal your lunch today? Yeah, yeah. What's going on? Oh, oh, Josh, the phone call's here. Okay, I'm letting this guy in.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the afternoons. Uh, This is your solo album, Solo Project. This is like when Stevie Nicks broke off from the Fleetwood Mac and made herself a couple solo albums produced by Jimmy Iovine, now of Beats fame and uh, the Defiant Ones documentary on HBO. Uh, I'm not comparing Ken and myself to Fleetwood Mac, but... If you were going to compare us to a classic rock band, I think you'd probably get closer to maybe a Hollow Notes or perhaps a Simon & Garfunkel. But GD, if we don't love Fleetwood Mac like the rest of them, it's a great band. Some amazing songs. You can go your own way. Hell, you can listen to half of them. Most of them are on pharmaceutical drug commercials. And that's just what happens with classic rock later in life is they know... Uh, that generation of people that need things like Zeljans and Zantax and anything else that starts Z- an X and has nine different letters that somehow make a word will buy. Listen, if you can hear go your own way, more than likely you're going to buy that pharmaceutical product. But I digress. This is your solo moment. Ken has gone out to uh, take care of a leaky toilet in an apartment in the building that he currently manages and now I'm taking on a solo mission here. So I'll be taking your phone calls. Oh, Yep, yeah, we don't have that ability. Uh, I'll just be standing here talking about whatever uh, the case may be and I'm just going to go into a little uh, a thought I had recently and and it's it's mostly about why I uh, have such a problem while driving as far as road rage goes. And, I, and I've been trying my best to really uh, rein that in. I've, I've, I've gotten stress balls. I've got these things called alpha grips. I sometimes use my size in the car. The one time I had a woman drive by and do a double take and look at my face thinking I had a ball gag in my mouth, which... To be honest with you my wife hates because she thinks it does look like I have a ball gag in my mouth and we're not really into that sort of thing we're not an S&M type couple and you know we've only we're only a year and a half into marriage so who knows what can happen 10 years from now I hope that she disagrees for what I'm saying right now cuz I really don't want her to hit me in the back with a horse whip while listening to uh Korn live at Red Rocks in 2002 all while wearing a wig and a mask and screaming into a megaphone that doesn't really seem like that enjoyable an experience but hey it's only 2019 perhaps by 2029 that'll just be your run of the mill thursday at chili's but i digress now listen do i have a problem with road rage of course i do and i am a, i'll be the first one to admit it and somebody told me about a book i should read today about putting perspective on my life and as you know, if you have listened to The Afternoons or maybe a Collider TV Talk episode or even an episode of The Josh McCuga Show, you know that I'm not much of a uh, consistent reader. For for me to want to read something, it has to be a biography of somebody that I'm very interested in, perhaps a novel that was recommended to me by more than seven to 47,000 people like The Hunger Games or the Harry Potter franchise. But I'm not going to read a self-help book unless I think I really need it, or my wife forces me to do it. If you're not married out there, perhaps you're in a relationship. You know that when your wife asks you, or your girlfriend, your fiance asks you to do something, you say no until she literally loses her mind, and then you're forced to read said book, or do some mantra, or go to yoga, or a spin class. And for those out there that have never been to a spin class, it's intense. If you have to go to a workout class and put uh, earplugs in your ears just so you don't go deaf, and 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 you're wondering why your wife doesn't have earplugs in or everybody else in the class, because even with the earplugs in, it is still extremely, extremely loud, and loud to the point where it really hurts your body. Like, you can feel the speaker on your body. And why in spin class is it pitch black. It doesn't have to be pitch black. To be honest with you, it's a little confusing. It's a little uh, tough to really see where you're going, even though you're standing still. It still is something to really get across your head of, I'm losing my balance because it's almost pitch black in here, and it being pitch black is a situation. That pitch black nature of the spin class is confusing. I don't like it, but yet I still go to spin class with my wife because you know what? We compromise, and if it makes her happy, it makes me happy. As my dad has said since day one, happy wife, happy life, and if we could do happy girlfriend, happy life friend, uh, happy fiance, happy franzia, I don't know, but what I'm saying is when you compromise, you get there. So, somebody recommends a book to me to read about road rage, I'm probably going to take it one ear and push it all the way out the other, just like most Game of Thrones knowledge and Star Wars knowledge, and if it's not knowledge about a movie that I may or may not have liked, I probably won't win a Schmodown match, but that's neither here nor there. What I'm getting back to is that if you have road rage out there, it's okay. Just don't get out of your car and try and punch somebody or start a violent act on a freeway. Not only is that not helping your road rage, you're more than likely, con- con- you know, you're you're committing assault, and which is a class something felony. I'm not a police officer, and Ken's not here to back me up. But getting out of your car and attacking somebody in traffic not only is that bad for your road rage it's also bad for traffic it creates more traffic the cop has to come people have to go around you nobody's going to get out of their car to try and stop it they're going to try and take an instagram video and probably cause an accident you could also go live on twitter are people still doing periscope i remember when periscope was cool but i never really got into it you know what i did try and get into for a while was vine Anybody out there get into Vine? It was seven seconds that some people really had perfected, uh, made a career out of, made millions of dollars, and kind of did the same video every day for a while. I saw a little while back that a Vine star was one of the most influential people in the world. You know what that says about us as a people? That it only took seven seconds as a person to influence your life, to influence you. And yet I'm listening to 10-minute TED Talks about underwater giant squid. Did that influence my life? No. I'm still out here above ground, not a marine biologist, but you know what I can do? At a dinner party, talk about a TED talk I saw about a squid. Does that make me a more interesting person? I doubt it, because when I borrowed, bummed, borrowed, asked for a cigarette from Seth McFarlane, I don't think he thought I was too interesting. I didn't bring up the squid TED talk, but I thought, you know what? Maybe as part of a conversation, I might be able to weave that squid TED talk into it, but I didn't. And I don't think I ever have weaved the Squid TED Talk into anything. And if anybody knows the Squid TED Talk I'm talking about, that was a lot of TED Talks in there, then you know that that Squid TED Talk was actually pretty fun. If you watch the video of it, it's pretty interesting. And I listen to a lot of the TED Talks there on NPR on the weekends, and a lot of them kind of go over my head, but a lot of them also help me out in my daily life. And by help me out, I mean they literally have nothing to do with my daily life. But yet, I think I'm... Pretty smart just by watching and or listening to TED Talks. For all you people out there that don't know what's happening right now, Ken Napsok is out on a mission solving the problems of the building that he currently manages, and Josh McCuga has decided to go off on a solo mission. I'm talking about whatever comes to mind, and really what, what was coming to mind was road rage, but I think we've lost that. Uh, so what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to give you guys some, some personal opinions on things. Got to be honest, lately... I don't think that I like sweet things anymore. I haven't been eating much cake. I wasn't really into cake to begin with. And I don't think it's because sometimes my teeth get sore when I eat too much sugar. And I don't know if that's a bad thing for my teeth. My dentist seemed to think it was just those things are high in sugar. And I happen to have softer teeth, I guess. And I brush my teeth not in excess, but I have a Quip. It's a great electric toothbrush. And you really get the Quip going. When you get the Quip going, you've got a solid amount of brushing to do. I also hold mouthwashing for a little too long. And I don't know if that's bad. The dentist didn't seem to think it was bad. He said it can't hurt. So is it bad? Well, it's not bad. And so, yeah, you know, I haven't been eating a lot of sweets and you guys might be thinking, Josh, you should probably just stop You should hit the stop on the record button and wait till Ken gets back. And you know what? I might do that soon. But as of right now, I'm going full solo album. I'm wondering if anybody in bands like Def Leppard or Whitesnake tried to do a solo album and they just failed miserably, kind of like this is failing right now. I mean, you know, I don't even know the lead singer's names in Def Leppard and Whitesnake, but I got to tell you what, pour some sugar on me and here we go again. Never fail. On the radio, if you hear it going... You might not listen to the whole song, but you're going to listen to a majority of it. But it's also one of those songs that if you don't catch it from the very beginning, it doesn't have the same effect. You know the songs I'm kind of talking about? Pour Some Sugar On Me, Jukebox Hero, Here We Go Again, Come Sail Away, uh, Baba O'Reilly, aka Teenage Wasteland, um, Beverly Hills by Weezer. No, I'm kidding on that one. I don't really even think that one really counts in the pantheon of songs that I just mentioned. But I don't mind. This song Beverly Hills by Weezer. It was uh, it was one of those songs that when I listened to it, when I lived on the East Coast, I thought, man, I can't wait to get to Beverly Hills. Maybe I'll live there one day. I'm, I'm only a few miles from living there, but I'm thousands and thousands of dollars away from living there, maybe even millions. But And there he is! Ken Knapsack is back. He missed a, a solid amount of solo album from Josh Makuga. I compared it to when Stevie Nicks left uh, Fleetwood Mac.
0: Well, I was going to say, it's just like when uh, Kiss... Was fighting, so they all decided to release four solo albums uh, at the same time. Well I
1: said it was I mean we're more of like a Hollow Notes, uh Simon and Garfunkel
0: kind of okay. duo. You know, like uh
1: okay. a, like a Donnie and we Marie, Sonny and Cher. I'll be I'll be Marie. Okay. I'll be Sonny. Sonny and Marie. <laughs> That's great. Uh I I really just went on a stream of consciousness. Yeah. I think you might enjoy listening to it. I don't know how long it went, it was probably about seven minutes. It was uh, It was maybe even a little more,
0: more, more close to ten or so. Really? Yeah, because I was up there with Joe okay. uh, fixing the flusher. Yeah, and it worked out well. Okay. Um, Hell of a guy. I'll I'll be honest with you. Can I? I had yeah. a I had a salad for lunch. That okay. sometimes does things to me. Uh-huh. And I had a, I had to hold what that normally does in because I was mm. in someone else's apartment. Yeah. I, f- I feel pretty p- proud of myself. I got a boy. Sometimes when you g- it's like a Pavlovian response. You get right. in
1: the bathroom you're like oh there's
0: a toilet. Right.
1: Your, Your body's I should, like. I should go.
0: Ali, Ali, Oxen
1: free. Yeah. It's like once you start <laughs> peeing in the shower, you can never stop peeing in the shower.
0: Okay. I'm once glad you, you brought this up.
1: Once you start using ChapStick, can never stop using ChapStick. I've
0: seen that. All right. Talk to And me. I want to go back, I think because I do listen to this show. I On Fridays, I always check to make sure it gets posted right yeah. when I wake up, and I'll, I'll find myself listening. I don't always do it. For Center, I'll listen to Joseph and Jennifer's solo shows. I don't really listen to my own. Napsack Files, I just check. I don't really listen to them. Afternoons, like these guys are great. <laughs> Who are these guys? They should be on a radio show or at least on a YouTube show live 3 days yeah. a week. Like these guys should be the ones. Correct. And um uh I'll find out what you say if we want to come back to camp, but I you you brought up this peeing in the shower thing uh-huh. and I think it's I think it's time to really talk about this. Okay. Let's I honestly 100% in my life have never done this. Really. And no one believes me. I men think- or women, no one believes me. Okay. Let me let me yeah. go to something here real quick. Okay. I've uh, been
1: watching The Bachelor. The uh, last few years, ever since I got together with Amanda, The Bachelor has been part of our life. Understood. And that's, that happens, you know? Yep. Uh, and so, yep. um, you know, when she's your wife wants th- to do something, you compromise. I she's, talked about it on my solo album. Yep. You compromise and do whatever <laughs> she wants. She's got her throw pillow. She's got her bachelor. Correct. Uh, and on this season of The Bachelor, mm-hmm. The Bachelor himself is a virgin. Okay. Okay. His name is Colton. He played in the Certified. NFL. He's uh, he. It, it, they're so obsessed with it. If it comes out he's not a virgin, right? He's the most okay. hated man in America. Okay. okay, now he's he's he played football. I'm putting up air quotes here. He Played on the practice squad for the Chargers. Okay, okay. He played football. I mean, he played it. I think at a Division One ish school, something like enough. that. Okay. Fair enough. He's better than me. He did more than I did. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people think that he could be a gay man, just like the guy who direct messaged my wife on Instagram.
0: For I mean, certainly not related to the virginity, but just I think the vibe he gives off. Okay. Uh,
1: Billy Eichner was on the episode this past week, and he was like, "You could be the first gay bachelor." It was kind of. Oh, funny. Eichner said that too. Yeah, it was pretty. All funny. right, I get it. So, uh, but this one girl is on the show, okay? And I'm obsessed with her, and we we're calling her NBK because she, Ken, she is a ten across the board. She is gorgeous, gorgeous eyes and body, legs, legs for days. Gotcha. Never been kissed in her life. She's 23 years old. Ken, okay. she looks like she's a model. She looks like Barbie. She's okay. gorgeous, but not like the fake Barbie that like that woman had all that plastic surgery to right, look right, like right, Barbie. Right, okay. This is like, hey, this girl we'd like to model for Barbie. Three-inch waist, 24-inch yes. neck. Correct. It. Legs for days. Insanity. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
0: Gotcha.
1: I don't, I don't believe that she's never been kissed. I think this it. is a thing.
0: At she, and she,
1: in two episodes, she still hasn't been kissed by Colton, and Colton's been kissing a lot of the other ladies. Why? Why,
0: what reasons is she giving? Let's she said, hear. I
1: never really had the opportunity. Okay.
0: Okay. okay. I was she an ugly duckling? And not that that has anything to. Do. I want this is this she, could that's never this been could brought go up. sideways quick. I'm saying yeah. What, what I'm trying to hear her reason.
1: She's never really given something so solid that we're like, oh, that makes sense. Like, hey, I was kidnapped by a man in 1998 and held in a room like Brie Larson in Room, okay. and thus never given the chance to kiss a man.
0: Okay, or like Kimmy Schmidt. Yes, correct. Okay. Held in a bunker. They're alive. Damn it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right.
1: Now, I don't believe her, and I think it's a don't gimmick, but her. she has a very certain je ne sais quoi about her that I want to believe her because she's so pretty, she seems so lovely, and yada, yada, yada.
0: Let Thus, me ask- bringing it back to you, Ken, Yeah,
1: I don't believe you've never peed in the shower.
0: Look, I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you. I didn't. So I worked in the security industry with a lot of... Shower peers? A lot of guys who'd be offended by the Gillette commercial. Okay. Right? They would... There was a four level parking structure mm-hmm. we called it terrace one because it was the first to be rebuilt after the earthquake. Okay. So, on the graveyards, a lot of times my supervisor, would be driving around, he'd be like, Hey, take me up to the top of terrace one. So, we drive up to the fourth level. He'd get out, go to the corner by the okay. stairwell, whip it out, and pee off to the bottom. <laughs> uh, 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 what street was that? Corbin? No, uh, the little side <laughs> street and uh, Shirley Avenue, if okay. you're in Northridge. Yeah. He'd pee down onto it. And he'd be like, Are you getting in trouble for zanes? Oh, it's twenty years ago. So oh, okay, twenty literally nineteen ninety nine. Okay, um, and he look at me like, "You gotta go?" And I'd be like, "Yeah, back at the station." <laughs> right, right. So that's kind of where I'd be. Now okay. I used to have friends lived out in the country, uh, outside of Royal Grande. We'd have yeah. like slumber parties, and we'd be on the hill. We camp out. I've peed in some bushes. Yeah,
1: you're not, not an peer.
0: Huh? I'm not. A, I'm not. I'm a shy peer. Stage fright, a little stage fright, okay. but also I just. Like to carry myself with a little bit of bathroom dignity. Okay. I don't know. But I've you know, I don't know. Let me, let me let me I've held it because I've gone to the, you know, the location, walked in, I've been like, nope, and turned out one time. I'm reading
1: off a fake You're
0: letter. You're holding here. a a fake letter.
1: Ken, I'm gonna ask you a, 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 series, a, a series of series questions. of questions. Okay. Yeah. Uh, question one. Yeah. When you go to a professional football game and if you've been to or a professional sporting, sporting event, event and there is yeah. a trough Mm-hmm. Will you pee in the trough or do you have trouble peeing in the Dodger
0: trough? Dodger Stadium. Uh, I used to have a joke about it my early stand-up days. Not a good joke. Um, yes, but I try I try to time it to where I go off times. So, so like a lot of people go during the One out the left inning. in the fourth. Yes, Yeah. exactly. Okay. That's the time. I okay. think I've been to enough Dodger games that I know, hey, the sixth inning's busy. I'll try to go in the fourth. Okay.
1: Question two. Mm-hmm. Have you ever peed in
0: front of a lady? No. Okay. No. And it's clearly, a, a, it, it's, it's been considered a problem. Okay. Like, I get a lot of, why? Do you not love me? Yeah. Okay.
1: All right. Here we go. That's right. it's had that for a long time. Have you ever peed in a bottle or receptacle in a long car ride when you are too far away from a bathroom?
0: Thought about it? Never have done it. Okay.
1: Bottle is not in-
0: I will say about that question, it's a good question. It's a good question. Okay. The logistics of it have always held me back. Got it. Got it. Do you pull over? Mm-hmm. Do you just take the cap off, insert, and go mm-hmm. while you're still pressing on the gas? The, so it's been overwhelming. Have you ever pulled over to
1: the side of the road uh, in in broad daylight or in the early evening, mm-hmm. perhaps, uh, to pee on the side of the road? No. No. pee no. On the side of the road. Okay. No. And question five. Yeah. Uh, and this gonna be the final. Question. I hope I get my credit application approved. Have you ever peed in the pool and or ocean?
0: No, 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 no. Ocean never. Pool, pool once. I was at a swimming lesson, and, and so you to, younger, younger. To quote. Well, no, no, Here it's to quote Martin Short from that famous SNL sketch where he was thinking of Smurfs, I'm not a very strong swimmer. Okay. Um, We've been over this. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, we have. Yeah. Yes,
1: I know. You and my wife uh, would yeah. be great at swimming lessons together. Yeah. So, okay, so let me read back But No, no, to so, so, so. Okay. I,
0: I thought about it because I was told you can do it, The chlorine erases your sins. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting in a swimming lesson next to this kid. Was and he, this a Christian swimming pool? Uh, it actually was. Okay. Uh, and then he goes to me, he goes, hey, you know, and I'm, I am i am I am not lying, Josh. I am quoting verbatim. Okay. This is like, I was like 10 years old. It's called this kid Skip. Y- yeah. He was like, hey, you know, sometimes when you're in the pool and you can let out oils, I just did that. And I'm old, old enough to be like, oils? oils? What are you talking about, JV Lube? What do you got going on? <laughs> and he's sitting next to me and he's like, give me that look like like Steve Martin in Dirty Rotten Scoundrels yeah. when he pees. Yeah. Uh, the gill." He's like, ah. Oh. I'm like. I'm never doing this. Yeah. So I didn't. I oh, swear to God, I've never peed in a pool. Okay.
1: All right. Okay. So here we're, here we're going. Question one, yes yeah. to a stadium trough, but in a non-busy time, non-rush hour <laughs> peeing session. peak hours. Okay. Uh, I could even add to that, have you repeat in the sink of a bathroom when there's too many people? But I know the answer to that already. Correct. I you know the answer. Correct. Uh, you ever peed in front of a lady? That's a hard no. Hard no. So hard we're, no. We're lady. basically 0 for it's 2. A thing. Here. Uh, you ever peed in a bottle on a car ride, and that's a no. You ever pulled over to the side of the road to pee, that's also a no. And finally, peed in the pool and or ocean, that is a almost yes and also a no. Can i like to uh, mm-hmm. just self-prescribe, uh, self-diagnose yeah, you. Yeah, Dr. McCuga, uh, what do Dr. you think Dr. I Macuga, got? You have uh, extreme pee stage fright. It's uh, EPS. (laughs) Tell me it's going
0: to be all right, doc.
1: It's a serious thing that we can get over through years of therapy. I think we can finally get there. Uh, I'm not worried for you. This is not a serious ailment, but socially unacceptable in a lot of places. Don't worry. I won't shame you in front of other people, but we are doing a live stage show in New York, January 25th, and this could be brought up. (laughs) I'm game. Bring
0: it up, doc. Bring it up, doc. I'll tell you what.
1: Because here's yeah. the thing, and yeah. this could be a tease for the 25th. If you're going to be in, I will tell you yep. a public urination story that will blow your mind. Mm. Okay, and yeah. I don't want to tell it on the on the, on the podcast right now. Right. I will tell it live on stage if we want to do that. If not, I will. We will come back the week after on the podcast, and I'll tell you the story.
0: Uh, um,
1: well, I love it. It happened in New York. Okay. You know, the, you know one thing about me. I drink a lot of water. I I drink a ton of water and I'm always looking for places to pee. I need to know where bathrooms are. I need to know all this. And I will just leave you with this teaser. I I drank a ton of water. I had to get uptown for an audition and then I had to get right back on the train to get another audition in midtown. And there was no bathrooms anywhere. It was middle of the day and I just had to do something that I regret to this day. And I apologize to anybody that was there and had to see it.
0: (laughs) I'll way, just, just leave that at that just been handed uh, our new sponsor for the, for the week for the makers of squatty potty comes personal piss tent <laughs> do you have some problems pissing in public out on a camping trip side of the road don't worry this personal piss tent will fit into your bag backpack or backseat of your car and allow you the privacy needed to pee in public
1: if you think that you can't carry around a personal piss tent you'd be wrong with the personal folding uh, patented technology we've developed here at personal piss tent, you can put it in your pocket, your front pocket, your back pocket, into a backpack, a side bag, a man purse, or any kind of traveling carry-all that you happen to use while needing to pee. Do you Are you in the aisle on a long-distance flight and somebody's sleeping in the aisle? Pull out your personal piss tent. Nobody will know the difference.
0: Absolutely. It is liquid resistant, so that accounts for mistakes, things done in haste, or if you really got to go, on the go. Personal piss tent is easily washable and can fit right back into your car without causing a problem.
1: Go on over to wwwpersonalpistentcom slash the afternoons with Josh and Ken who don't pee in public. Get 10% off your first piss, personal p- piss tent. If you order three, you get two free. Everyone in the entire family gets their own personal piss tent. Heading to seventy this summer, only one tent you'll need. That's the personal piss Yeah, tent.
0: don't go in the Merced River without the personal piss tent. Use the code... Damp pants and get that deal that Josh just talked about. That's
1: www.personalpisstent.com/damppants. Damp pants. Also, a new sponsor of the afternoon. We'll get more into that
0: later on the show. See, you also didn't ask the important question. Have you ever peed your pants in public? And the answer is yes. <laughs> Second grade kickball. It peed, happens. Peed my jeans. Until I turned them to a different color. Oh, Chris and Wigan McGruber. And texture.
1: Peed my jeans. Peed, peed my him. jeans. Uh, let's
0: see. But he has peed his jeans. Put that down. Peed so I think I got jeans. some trauma of peeing in a place I'm not supposed to. See, Ken, I'm not. And a- having my second grade class look around and go, Kenny <laughs> just peed his pants, <laughs> but you're up. Because we were playing kickball. Hey, you fought through it, fought.
1: and that's that's well, the most important. Point.
0: I got sent home because they had because your jeans. Well, repeat. remember back then, like you, you had to, when you went to elementary school. I'm sure they still do now. Your parents had to provide a second pair of pants and underpants. Yes, at the principal's office. Yeah. So that's that's a <laughs> principal Wilson. Can you pull down my extra underpants? <laughs> yes, Kenny. <laughs> we've called your mother. We don't want you at our school. It's pretty classic. I was my leave. my uh, I I. I definitely, uh,
1: you know, when I used to drink a lot of beer in college, right? remember,
0: beer runs right through me. And,
1: and that's why I don't really drink it anymore. Cause I drink a ton of light beer, like as right. much light beer as a human being could drink. Right. Yeah. And I was constantly peeing the bed. like <laughs> as an adult. So I would drink so much, I would get so drunk. I'd pass out and pee the bed. <laughs> is, is this embarrassing? Of course it is. And but it
0: wouldn't be the afternoons. If it, we didn't share it, some didn't, stories.
1: Yeah. And so, uh, I stopped drinking beer and you know, that, that as soon as I stopped drinking beer, it was it, I immediately stopped yeah. it. Okay. So Somehow, I yeah. figured it out. Okay. Yeah. But I was, we were partying my senior year in college and we're mm-hmm. out at a tailgate, we're drinking beer and mm-hmm. there's the lines for the port of Johns. That's one thing that parking lots and tailgates and everything, they don't put enough bathrooms for people. They're just, they, they right. need the space. For, so the lines for Porta johns and porta potties and all that kind of stuff are always long and absolutely disgusting. Especially if it has rained, forget about it. It's the grossest place in the world. Okay.
0: Yes.
1: So, uh, I'm the line for the porta johns insane, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna go over here by this door, and I'm gonna pee. And there was too many people around, so I just like peed in my shorts. (laughs) It's like intentionally peed in them. And was it embarrassing? Yeah, Ken. Yeah. Uh, did did I live it down? <laughs> no, I had to go home. I don't know why. I ch- I could. I, so I, it was a it was a terrible thing to do. Stupid. I, I regret it immediately. But you know what? Doesn't matter when you pee, Ken. It's always
0: the afternoon. <laughs> it's always the afternoons. <laughs> I regret nothing. <laughs> oh man, what? That was, that was a tangent. Uh, we uh, just took uh, there. Yeah, we were talking about the Bachelor. What? How old is this guy? Who says he's a virgin. He's twenty six. All right, and I, look, you know. I said it on the Josh, actually, I think it was between the sheets between the sheets. that I was a virgin until I was 28 mm-hmm. for sexual intercourse, 28 years of age. But let me, Ken, I just want to point out something real quick. Right.
1: And don't take this personally. You didn't play Division One college football or even on a practice squad in the pro football. And this dude's pretty handsome. He's a handsome guy. I mean, they're not going to get some mutant for the bachelor.
0: Yeah. Speaking yeah. of pee, it's really coming down out there. Look out the window <laughs> behind you. It's raining uh, cats and piss
1: Yeah. It's, there. Yeah. You don't know uh, need it out there. You don't need it. You personally. <laughs> I,
0: so, but see, here's what I'm saying. Okay. Here's what I'm saying. And I'm not saying you're wrong. I get what you're saying. I'm saying is we assume a lot of things. So mm-hmm. you assume really attractive a perfect 10 woman, she's going to have guys all over her. Maybe that's part of the problem. Maybe guys are so intimidated that she, they don't want to talk to her, and the only ones that do are the creepers, and she's been creeped out. She's only 23. Maybe he, at 26, uh, just felt he uh, I don't know, got confused, didn't? wanted to wait, and he concentrated on his football career until he couldn't. I don't know.
1: I like where your head is. Ken. I don't know. You're a thoughtful guy. You think yeah. before you, you pee. And that's important, and you they think really before do. you judge somebody, and I think that's smart. And yeah. you're right. You know, I never thought about the creeper factor. Is that this girl is so attractive that right. people were probably throwing themselves at her, and she was totally turned off by men pretty early on, or maybe on the flip side of things, sure. she was at a kickball game in like fifth grade, Peter Pants never lived it down. <laughs> never still, lived it down. still self conscious about the fact that she
0: Peter Pants. Could have been, you know. Look, I get, I, I get it. So I, that's all I'm saying. I and but here's the other thing. I I believe the producers of the show are like. Hey, have you ever kissed somebody? Oh, this once. show, we don't have producers. Oh no, this show, no, no. Okay, someone once, <laughs> like, whoa, someone once said, said to me, "Yeah, but here's the thing about Jedi Council. It's the, you know, it's the best produced Star Wars show around." So I know when your pre-production meeting, it's like, let me stop right here. <laughs> let me let me get you. Let me stop here yeah. right there. The yeah. pre-production meeting is I show up two minutes before we go to air. Uh huh. The uh-huh. other guy shows up a minute before. Yep. <laughs> so yep. afternoons, here's here's how afternoons is produced. You want to press record? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Hey, I got a story about, uh, you know, just hit record. Just uh, you put Occasionally, I'll get a text during the week from Josh. I want to talk about the sh- this on this. I'll be, that's so funny. And then we record and leave, and Forget the next and I'll text it. him that night and be like, oh, we didn't talk about the time you shot somebody with an arrow. <laughs> Dang it. I almost had that arrow story. I had it all in the back pocket, ready to go. Uh, I love this boxing glove, man. Dude. You've seen me. I've been putting it on and off during the show. Yeah. DMB Fight Gear, dmbboxing.com. Does it sound like it's an ad? Hell yeah, it does. Yeah. Because I love this glove. I want to punch internet commenters <laughs> with this.
1: I'm just going to, we need a heavy bag ASAP. We got to really when is, get in Uh on this. When was the first time you got punched? Okay. So I've only been punched a couple times. I've been lucky in my life to not be. That's, and you would think with the smart mouth that I have yeah. that's constantly running, I probably would have been punched way before. But here's
0: why. Here's why I don't judge or, or go off the snap decision. Yes, that would make some sense. I could see Joshua Kuka drinking some beer, pissing himself, and, and getting his mouth, mouth getting him in trouble. Yeah. But also, I know you're, you're damn charming. Mm. And I know it worked on me, worked on everyone. It's kind of like, I'm not sure. Oh, this is a great guy. <laughs> I'm not sure. Oh, he's a good dude. I think that's where it comes down on. 100%. I uh, I always, like, I would talk something, and
1: like, this this smart guy, I'm like, I'm really sorry. I'm just kidding. You guys seem like great people. Let me buy you a drink, whatever. Right. Because that right, happened right. in Vegas. I was, like, making fun of these uh, Patriots fans, and obviously Boston people that's aren't fair. exactly known for their restraint. They're, they're dumb. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, I was trying to trying to be a little charming there. Red, you know Red, you, you Red Sox went, fans, You
0: went peed in your jeans again. Red Sox fans drive me crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah, as a former Yankee fan, I think you can understand that. Yeah. Uh, but... You know, um I talk my way out of it. The the one the, the first time I got punched was in the 4th grade by Sam Cooper. And recently he Facebook friend requested me and I have yet to accept it. <laughs> Fuck Sam <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, I
0: don't know why. I try not to swear, but but
1: it comes out sometimes. Comes out just like when you peed your jeans in kickball. <laughs> it really did. That's the that's the joke <laughs> that keeps on giving. Nothing
0: worse than the, the moment, whole moment right year. before where you're like, "Yeah, yeah we're doing this." <laughs> yep, <laughs> we're really
1: doing it. Yep. Uh, but then I was in. So that one like stuck with me forever. And then I really didn't get punched again until uh, mm. a couple. You know. West Virginia University is very close to Pittsburgh. A lot of my friends from high school went to school at West Virginia. And right. if you would live in that area or if you're anywhere in this country, you know that West Virginia is one of the craziest party schools you'll ever go to. Okay. It's in Morgantown, West Virginia. There's not a whole lot to do there, but party, right. light couches on fire, go to football games. And there was this bar, I think it was called Shooters or like the Brass Alley or something like that,
0: right? I like Shooters at the Brass Alley. Yeah. They
1: had quarter pitchers. Oh, that's from trouble. 7 to 10. That's trouble. Can, yeah. got aggressive.
0: Yeah, that's okay. Quarter. That's bad. You're
1: just throwing a dollar on the bar and be like, "Yo, keep the change, keep them coming." There, <laughs> hot the stuff. Chin. Yeah. Right. So, ten o'clock rolls around. I, I was there with a bunch of buddies from high school, and we all just stumble out of that bar, all get right. some food, and they're like, "We should keep going." And they're like, "Let's go to the house first. We'll grab a beer at the house, and then we'll rally, and then we'll come back." Well, yeah. uh, you know what happens when you go back to the house? Everybody starts passing out. People, whatever. Right. So there was a couple of us that happened to stay up. and we went to another bar. We came back, and there was a girl uh, that was on the street. And she looked like she was just kind of stumbling around. We're like, "Hey, are you okay? okay yeah. This doesn't look too safe. Why don't you come in? Uh, we can get you a cab, or like you can tell us where you live, or Good you know, you. whatever." You, you, know.
0: you saw that Gillette commercial before it yeah. came out.
1: So as we're as I'm just like, "Hey, you know," or you can just sit down right here, and we'll sit down with you, wait right. for a cab, or whatever the case may be. I hear this, yeah. Athlete! Right. And I'm like, "Oh no, no. here he comes!" So yeah. he's like, "What are you doing to my girlfriend?" He comes running over. I'm like, no, man, we just found her stump. You can, by all means, we just we right. just didn't look safe. It didn't look like a safe situation. He had not watched the Gillette commercial. Yeah. yeah. Correct. And instead of saying anything, he just comes running up yeah. and he swings at my buddy. My buddy ducks, and it was like out of a movie. And I just got punched in the ear. Right in the ear. <laughs> and my ear starts bleeding. Yeah. And Ashley is, she's you know, yeah. very drunk. She basically passed on this thing mm-hmm. and he like picks her up and he leaves. That was just like a one punch to the ear. Right. My one buddy starts laughing at me. He's sure. like, you never get in a fight. And now you hey, do hey, in hey, West hey. Virginia and you get punched in the ear. Like you didn't even get punched <laughs> clean in the face or anything. Just in the ear. Like, Again, yeah, it really hurts, man. I'm yeah. like, my ear is ringing. Yeah. I get home to Pittsburgh the next day and I don't even think about it. My ear starts bleeding at dinner. Just
0: from the inside. <laughs> your...
1: My mom's like, what happened? I'm like, oh, what I
0: happened know. to my face?
1: I got punched in the ear and you hear it. Just go, you, should have never gone to West Virginia. That school's full of idiots and criminals. <laughs> and coming from a Pitt fan who hates West Virginia. So yeah, that was the only time uh, the only I was time, really punched. Huh? Yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah. How about you? Uh, not in my regular life. but Well, at work, I work, I was in a lot of fights at the mall. That makes sense. But it was because you always had control. So there was times, I mean, I straight out Straight out fought some people, like Mm -hmm. straight out, but I go for the neck, go for the upper body, um, and usually have backup, right? Mm -hmm. Usually, so I've never been struck directly. It was the first time was my first pro wrestling match. I got kicked. uh, In In the the face? In the side of the face. And I got cut, about a one-inch laceration was bleeding, but it felt so good. (laughs) And this is why, like, I've, I've never really sat down and watched all the Fight Club. Uh, I will. I have no, yeah. there's no reason I haven't, blah, blah, blah. That's another conversation. Um, but I get the idea of, like, you feel alive. Like, I get it. Okay. And then when Roddy Piper punched me, you know, this is an old school guy who protects the business. Yeah. Meaning, if you were to, like, my friend, Joe Ruggerello, I think I've told the story before. But, like, he, we met him at a comedy club, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, hey, Rod, can you take a picture of me but put me in a sleeper hold? Ha, ha, ha. He choked Joe (laughs) because that's protecting the business, Right, right? right? So old school. And so when he punched me, he comes in the ring and he interferes in the match. He saves the day type of thing. You know, I've told, I've told, I know, I've told the story. Yeah. But swollen for three days—that's how hard he punched me. Oh my! God. But afterwards, he comes and he comes up and he goes. Oh man, I'm sorry. i get you good. And I'm like, no, Rod, it's the best moment of my life, and it was. You feel alive. <laughs> you feel alive. So that said, I'm going to put the bun- boxing gloves on, and then I am punch, punch me somebody. in the face. All right, Josh, I think we've had a lot of fun today.
1: I think so too. I think
0: we played around. I, I'm so curious to see what your monologue and hear your monologue. <laughs> I really, legitimately didn't hear it. I think we're just going to play it as is. Um, but a lot of fun. But yeah, we do. Before we go we do want to yeah. talk it's important we got this address you guys can send us something if you want I
1: forgot to put it in the YouTube description but I uh, will put it yeah. in the, in this week's video yes uh, if you guys are listening to the afternoons and you don't know what I'm talking about you can go to my YouTube channel uh, yep. I, we record like an, ex- an afternoon's extras after we're done recording this episode last week we reviewed some uh, Norwegian yep. candy the chocolate covered corn horn it's like a city
0: <laughs> yeah um <laughs> And
1: uh, I will put the address if you guys want to send us anything. Yeah. Uh, and we, you know, we'll, we'll, listen, if we can get some money in a heavy bag, we will We'll set it up and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll take do it. some Yeah, some live streaming of us just training and boxing. It'll be the funniest training you ever see.
0: 3727 West Bengali Boulevard, 728 Burbank, California, 91505. Josh and I will be in New York hosting Mark Ellis' comedy show. Go to MarkEllisLive.com for more, which also means we'll be around for the live schmodown that right. weekend. And then we go to Saturday. Phoenix... Arizona, Phoenix, AZ for comedy out there. We as got pub well. rock
1: live in Scottsdale, Arizona. There's an eight o'clock and a ten o'clock show. It's Scottsdale. Phoenix is the same spot, right? Pretty it's much just a different
0: borough. Yeah,
1: but Scottsdale is like <laughs>
0: take a different subway. Scottsdale. Yeah,
1: I don't think they have subways in Phoenix. Take mm-hmm. a bus.
0: Yeah, eh, take, a, take a bird but scooter.
1: Downtown, like downtown Scottsdale is actually pretty swanky. I'm looking it's forward nice. to see it. I'll, I'll yeah.
0: get some spring training hacks in there as well. Yeah, for sure. So go to MarkAllisLive.com for that information. We appreciate it here. The afternoons, this is The Current Home. We're still having that big debate about switching servers. Uh, we'll talk about that later. I think we got to put a call. I think, I think we want to hear your audience's opinion mm-hmm. about that there as well. But we appreciate it. Podcast is available in all the places, including Spotify, iHeartMedia, uh, and all that stuff as well.
1: What, Ken, before we get out of here, yep. i have ask you five questions about uh, peeing. And the general, that kind of situation. Uh, Worst place you could pee your
0: pants? Uh, Worst place I could pee my pants in an Italian restaurant. Okay. Best place you could pee your pants? Uh, I would say Disneyland. Okay. Blame it on the kids. And best pants to pee in? Uh, Definitely black denim. Like oh did you pee your pants? No, it's acid washed. Okay, it's
1: too and that's cold. the information you get here Sweet. on the afternoons. I'm Josh McCuga at Josh McCuga. That's Ken Napsock at Ken Napsock. You guys can get your bonus extra uh, yeah. bonus extra video on the Josh McCuga Show channel. You can see all kinds of great stuff on Ken Napsock and the Napsock Files yeah. on YouTube. And also, if you guys want some T-shirts, you want to support the show, yeah. you really want to get it going. Yes. you go to Napsock Files at T Public. You'll see all the afternoons T-shirts. You got the afternoons jam, the afternoons logo, all that yeah. kind of fun stuff. Uh, and we want to, pr- and I sp- especially want to say thank you to the people that came out to the Schmodown awards this yeah. past weekend. Oh yeah. Uh, that came up to us and said, they listen to the afternoons, that they love the afternoons. It really warms Ken in my heart. It does. Um, it and you thank you guys so much for listening, for watching, whatever it is, for supporting the show, for sending us cool stuff to our now cool mailbox location.
0: It really means a lot. Absolutely. We appreciate it. it really does. It really does. So we will be back in action next week. I think we're having a guest. I'm always hesitant to ask to announce that because things change. Yes, but I think we got a guest going to be fun for you guys. It is the Afternoons with Josh and Ken, a silly look at a serious world.
1: Doesn't matter when you listen, Ken. It's always the Afternoons.